all you hot messes. This is your hot mess teacher express conductor, Jess Smith. Today, we are going to be on a hot mess journey through a different side of the tracks, at least for me anyway. We are going to be talking about the various differences of teaching high school and teaching elementary. Yes, we're all educators, but it's a very different life. The expectations and norms of our jobs are very different at every level. No matter how you slice it, we are different. And sometimes it's fun to explore those differences and talk about what what life is like on the other side. And maybe it will give you some fresh perspective and gain some respect for what you do and some respect for what other educators do. Maybe you're looking to make a jump from high school to elementary. <laughs> That's a long jump, by the way. Or maybe you're looking to leap up from elementary to high school. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's be real. No one wants to leave elementary magic land. But with me today to talk about the various differences is someone very near and dear to my heart, the father of my child and Mr. Hot Mess Express himself, high school teacher extraordinaire, my husband, the life of the social studies department. <laughs> so please join us along this very interesting journey on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. Jeffrey Merrill, Hello. my love, how are you? I'm good. Long time no see. No kidding. I love that we are recording in two separate rooms of our house. Yeah, do you want to explain that for a second? <laughs> we get along that well. <laughs> we actually got in a huge fight before this. No. no, so our child is sleeping in the room next to me. And you tend to get a little passionate and a little noisy. So you were scoot scooting down to the basement. Yeah. Well, that's also my office. So now I get to oh. just bother you and not and not the sleeping baby. Cause, this is true. Because my office is right below your office. So. Yes. As pandemic teaching reminded <laughs> me, I remember that your office is right below my office. <laughs> At least it's not a 600 square foot apartment anymore, hun. Well, you know, up in the, world. The, the banging of like telling me to quiet down has switched from like <laughs> you banging on the wall to you now stomping your feet to tell me to quiet down. So it's like an upgrade, you know, instead of a loud really... knock, it's like, it's like a rumble. It really is. Yeah. It really is. We, we're important people. Yeah, we, we no. really are. <laughs> foot stomping. Important people. <laughs> the foot stomping Merrills. That's who we are. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So tell, tell the good peeps of the pod, all of these hot messes out there, what, what you do. What do you do? That's a good question. Cause sometimes I don't know. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm a high school social studies teacher, um, up here in New Hampshire. Um, what I've been teaching for now I got to do math six years. I know I tried to figure this out. I think this is my sixth too. year. It was really hard because I graduated, um, 
2015 uh, with a degree in history and secondary education. Um, worked up in Maine for one year and then worked in a different school in New Hampshire for three years. And I'm going on my second year at my current school. I don't know if I'm allowed to give like school names, you know, so yeah, we'll, we'll, no, we... we'll keep it kosher, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> don't want people stalking. Yeah, you. exactly. People might fall in love with the like, oh, all of, my... of your voice. Oh. You know? <laughs> all of my followers, you know? Um, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I'm going into my, I guess you can say I'm going into my, actually my seventh year, te- my seventh year teaching. Oh my gosh, you're so oh old. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like teaching background. And I also obviously teach, uh, coach, uh, basketball, baseball, and recently now, uh, cross country. So you're a three seasoned profesh, which I'm pretty sure we said we, I shouldn't do like when we first started, like even dating oh, th- and here we a are a thousand percent. <laughs> you were like, you are never coaching all three seasons. Cause I'll never see you. And I was like, yeah, and, I, I totally, you know, yeah, I, we, I totally We understand. have a kid and you're like, I'll sign <laughs> yeah, up for all three by. seasons. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my whole backstory is not that exciting. Went to college first as a sport management major and didn't like that. So switched to teaching and haven't looked back. And, you know, then a couple of years ago, met a girl and uh, she ended up being, you know, the most amazing person I've ever met. And is that that's me? Yeah, right? it's you. It's you. <laughs> well, plus I knew your potential. And then I met Jess. Yeah, and I met Jess, <laughs> and that didn't work out. So then I met this girl. Um, and then yeah, we what? We've been married now two years, and yeah, we now have a little one and chunk the chunk. How long? <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about what you teach, because you're not just teaching social studies. Well, social studies in high school is a broad. Yeah. So what are you teaching exactly this this coming year? Going into this year, I'm teaching um, economics primarily. I teach all the juniors, so I'll be teaching a semester-long economics class. Uh, and then I teach uh, AP psychology, regular psychology, and this year I'm teaching early American history. So my school does uh, American history during their sophomore year. But when you get to your sophomore year, you should already have learned up to the War of 1812. Not to, uh, okay. not, yeah, okay. we're not going to no, get no. into it. No, See, you, no, I could go for like 30 pass. minutes on it. Oh, hard I know. pass <laughs> on whatever you or you're about to do. I have already had a glass of wine <laughs> and it is 8.30 and I all the more want reason, to go to bed. <laughs> but that's all the more reason for me to explain it. You've had your yeah, glass no. of wine and I can explain no. it and then you can fall asleep. I'll tuck you in. Hard pass. Okay. So what I do every day and what you do every day as a teacher are very, very different. Very much so. I don't know. I don't know that we've ever really talked about the differences before. No. If anything, we talk about the similarities. You know, like in our first yeah. date, we talked about teaching and we talked about all of our similarities. You know, we, we joked about IEPs and 504s, not like the actual, yeah. like the, you know, the, 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 the meetings that we might have. Yeah. Uh, but we've never talked about <laughs> the differences. Yeah. So let's, I mean, like, let's get into it. Right. Let's get into it. Let's start this conversation. So, okay. Let's start out with like the first part of the year. Okay. The setting up of your classroom. How do you set up your classroom? How do you decorate it? Wow, you're silent. No, no, you said it. The tone at which you said it sounded like you had something else. You were like, how you decorate it? 
okay, okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about how you set up your classroom and decorate it. Do you decorate? <laughs> Do you set up a classroom? Is that better for you, your majesty? Yeah, a little bit. Well, here's the interesting thing is, I don't know how many other, and maybe your followers can like comment on this, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but usually with high school, you don't have a set class. A couple of teachers will have like a main classroom. Um, I'm one of the teachers. I don't have a set, like I teach in room, ba ba ba. Um, I, I've taught, one year I taught, and you know this, I, I taught eight classes in eight different classrooms. You know, that's horrifying yeah. to me. <laughs> it's tough. And, and so, I mean, last year, I think when I was in the building, um, four different classrooms I had. Um, and so I don't necessarily, I'm not able to like really set up anything. Um, I might pick the year long classes that I'm in if it's the class. So my desk is in one classroom, but. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't decorate. You don't decorate. At least, yeah, because I don't... You don't have color schemes. No. Okay. My cool, cool, my cool. roommate is the so, one who decorates. That's <laughs> how I put it. <laughs> and I've seen your classroom before. You're, like, home base, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's basically, like, your space. You have, like, your teacher corner yeah. full of all of your, like, Notre Dame memorabilia. Yes. <laughs> and... Basketball stuff and... Yeah. Maybe a picture of me. Oh, definitely a picture of you. We don't because... have a picture of the chunk. We got to add that. But... <laughs> no chunk. No chunk pics. Okay. So in elementary in elementary classes, like you know this just because you've been involved with... Heavily. <laughs> with helping me. I feel like when you start to date or you marry an elementary school teacher, it's like a rite of passage to just help them in their classrooms and decorate. And it's a lot. A lot of thought and laminations and tape and painting. sticky tack, like, and painting <laughs> go into an elementary school classroom. Like, I cannot imagine, I don't know, I just, I can't imagine even teaching one class in another classroom. I think just because it's, that classroom is a hot organized mess and it's my hot organized mess and i can't imagine just lugging that hot organized mess around with me everywhere yeah i i think when we what was it last year or a couple of years ago two years ago um it was last last summer last summer i remember you telling me like hey like we gotta go like set my classroom up and I thought it was going to be like a 15 minute thing. Like, oh, check that the desks are there, make sure that everyone has a book and we're good. <laughs> and it turned into how many trips to Home Depot for, <laughs> for uh, paint oh, yeah. and, and well, we played, we played, speaking of Hamilton, we played Hamilton like four times through because <laughs> we needed to set it up. Um, yeah. And so I think that that I know, was, definitely... I know how to show you a good time. You really do. I mean, yeah. we got a pizza. Mm -hmm. So romantic. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about high school duties. Do you, <laughs> don't giggle. I heard you. I saw you giggle. Duties. Yeah. <laughs> duties. Okay. As an elementary school teacher, I feel like it's different maybe for every school too, but elementary school, like you have, like I would have two a week. And what were they? 
Uh, Maybe you'd have four, depending on what grade level you were in. But it was recess duty two times a week. And then we should have lunch duty. And lunch duty was like you went in for 20 minutes with your class. And recess duty was just annihilating them in four square, basically. (laughs) At least for you. Or freezing or freezing and getting frostbite in the winter. So like two extremes. Yes. There was no just sitting around going for a stroll with your, and that like, and those duties like lasted all year long. Like there wasn't any changing or Hmm. no. Okay. So tell me about yours. Well, so can I ask you a question? Like, Mm -hmm. do you count? So like I had, I've been in schools where one of our duties was we spent like we all had a I had a common prep with different teachers either in my own department or across different departments and we were expected mm-hmm. to meet it was like professional learning uh mm-hmm. and like that was one of my like actual duties like I, they would take attendance and if I wasn't there they would send me an email asking where were you I was in the school that where that happened I don't know if like is that something oh yeah I had a duty I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry Common planning time it, was a duty. But it wasn't common planning time. That's the thing. We actually were not allowed to do. So, like, if I was a world history teacher in a classroom, I would either, A, have um, all of the other world his- that that world, the co-taught world history class, and we would um, meet, but we weren't expected to plan. We had to do curriculum work, you know, and they would check. Or I would meet yeah. with a PE teacher and a math teacher and an English teacher and and a language teacher, and we would just like talk about whatever it was that we were expected to talk about. So it wasn't necessarily interesting. Common. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't okay. common planning. And then obviously, I have lunch duties. Um, I at my current school, I'll have a before school duty or an after school duty, and I'll have a specific week that I'm in charge. So I'll either be on bus duty, oh. like in the afternoon. Or I might be expected to stand at the top of like the steps that you first walk <laughs> in and greet the students uh-huh. like before school. So okay, so it kind of changes per semester or yeah. per week, I guess. And then I could also okay. run a study hall, um, but that's like by semester, um, just to give you kind of like a blanket. So it's interesting to me that like my duties, I feel like, are a lot more like professional, where your duties are like supervision. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm expected, and you know this, like to be after, like at my current school, I have to serve on one or two committees, you know? So like I have a meeting after school every third Tuesday to talk about curriculum, or I have a meeting every second Wednesday to talk about the calendar, you know? And that's like part of my contract is that I have to be on those committees. Right. Right. And that okay. might be a district thing. Yeah, that might be. All right. Um, how do you think that students feel about you as a teacher? This, like, what's the reaction that you get? I'm, and like, I'm nervous to answer this just because of how existential it could get. <laughs> Why am I a teacher? <laughs> I, like, you're talking about like, like the role that I am like in their lives, right? Yeah. I like. I think it's interesting that I mean, we. This is something we've talked about a little bit um, before. I, I mean, I know student. I'm a pop. I'm a not the toot my own horn. I'm a popular teacher. Um, you know, I'm a funny teacher. I think I'm a funny teacher. I think it's like the dad humor student students like, like when it comes to me, but, um, and I'm knowledgeable, but it's something like I can have a very deep conversation with the kids and know that like they got something out of it. 
Um, mm-hmm. so like they could view me more as a mentor. Um, I coach obviously. So I think that there's different ways that I can help them grow. Um, I've told you before, I you know, I tell every school that I've ever been in adolescence is the most important part of a person's life. It's when you identify like, you know, well, yourself, you, you find your mm-hmm. identity. And mm-hmm. I think as a high school teacher, you need to help students achieve that. Um, in whatever way you can. Um, so I, I mean, I've established a respect, but the kids already have that for the most part. And I might be lucky enough that I'm in a very good district, you know, with mm. good kids. I mean, my problems are yeah. kids just don't do their, like a kid doesn't do his homework. Mm. Yeah. I feel like in elementary school, like teachers are just kind of rock stars. Honestly, I never feel more amazing about myself than walking into a classroom full of children who just adore you and think that everything that you say is golden. (laughs) I tell a joke or just have fun with them for like 10 minutes or go annihilate them in Foursquare at recess and they would literally do anything for me. (laughs) I think it's interesting that like, I think they look at you almost like, oh my gosh, there's this like, there's this adult who wants to be with us. And like, that's like, that. Mm -hmm. oh man, we're so mature. At least when I've seen like your kids, you know, like when they're around you. And then when you joke with them, it's like mind blowing. Cause like, right. They look at you as like a parent figure. Yeah. So then when you like crack a joke with them, I feel like they're almost like, oh my, whoa. This is yeah. so much different than I'm used to. And like, yeah, I, and I definitely, I definitely saw that in fifth grade. Yeah. In fifth and sixth grade, they just, they weren't kids anymore. They didn't want to be treated like kids. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to treat me like they had their lower elementary teachers. Like they just wanted to be te- treated like humans. And we had fun. Yeah. And once they get to me, like I need to treat them like adults. So like, it's like an interesting mm-hmm. how, like from like your third graders to your fifth graders, there's a leap in how yeah. you are with them. And then from like yeah. when I have seventh and eighth graders in my building, we're in a middle high school, I'm in a middle high school. Yeah. So like there's another leap though, from that, like from your fifth graders to the eighth graders. And then there's another leap from the eighth graders to let's say like the sophomores, you know? And yeah. like, yeah. if I treat the kids like kids, I'm going to lose them pretty quickly. You know, I have to almost speak with them as like adults without, right. but then there's like that line of like, I'm not your friend and I need to stay <laughs> professional. I know. I think I would struggle with that so hard oh, in tough. high school. Yeah. The, the biggest Especially word... when you're super cool, like Mr. <laughs> Merrill. <laughs> well, I'll, I've said the, the, the toughest, the, the best word that I could use as a young teacher when I was a young lad was no, <clears throat> telling the kids no. Mm. And you know, you've seen it. Like I am Mr. Merrill. Kids do not call me Merrill. I'm Mr. Merrill or, or I'm coach, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and it's cause you have to establish a little bit of professionalism and then mm-hmm. kind of branch out. And I feel like you could kind of just be yourself a lot yeah. quicker, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I know in elementary school, they respect you right away. Yeah. It's almost like you don't, necessarily need to earn that respect it's just it's inherent it's innate it's there yeah um okay so kind of on that on that aspect 
Do you handle or deal with student conflict or drama like between students? Do you have to like pull anyone into a hallway and have a stern talking to? Um, there's one instance that I could think of where I actually had like, <laughs> and I'm going to say there are some like high school teachers where there's like a fight in their classroom every single day, mm -hmm. like a fist fight, you know? Um, I had one of those when I was up in, in my first school up in Maine. So I, you, I was, I was working up in rural, rural, like almost Canada, Maine, you know, in the down East and a kid like <laughs> took a piece of candy from another kid and like spat it back out in the, in the kid's face. And so I had to like break them up. So I didn't, I just went over, broke them up and then I immediately call admin. So I'm like, that's kind of the protocol I find in, in high school. Anytime something physical or even like something that you find is going to get out of hand, you pretty much call admin. Um, you know, I'm not going to take a kid out in the hallway and have the other one wait in the classroom. I'm just going to call yeah. my administrator and have them come and handle it. You know, I think there's a little bit more of a framework when it comes to that, because I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just like a member of a department. <laughs> So like, there's a whole hierarchy that I. You're get. like, I just walked into this random classroom. I don't. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even my classroom. Like, this isn't even. I didn't set up. There are French that... posters up on the, and I'm teaching I, yeah. American history. I don't know what, what's going on. <laughs> I didn't put up that kitty poster. Yeah, I, I did. Well, I mine. did, but <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. I just snuck in, put it up. Um. Oh my gosh, I feel like half of my job is dealing yeah. with student conflict like do you remember you remember this one class um where it was just every day after recess or lunch i would be in the hallway with a group or with two individuals and just trying to figure out what happened in during lunch and recess it and trying to sort it all out like mm. I, I didn't have a reading class or like I didn't have a writing class after <laughs> lunch and recess because I was just trying to figure it out yeah. how to handle the drama and conflict. But I find like your hand, your, and you can like tell me I'm way off, but like your, your like drama and conflict is a lot of like superficial kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's mm -hmm. Johnny called me a name. You know, and then you have to go and yeah. like figure it out. And like, that's kind of what I was saying. Like, I just can handle it with admin. You know, I find like, I have a lot of times where like, there's gossip in my classroom and it's more than just like, you know, what it, like, I don't know. Did you hear like that name that someone called him? You know, I'm dealing, you know, yeah. I find my deal with a lot of stuff and it's tough because I want to like get involved and help, but it's not my place. Like we have a guidance department mm -hmm. for that. So mm -hmm. I can kind of send it up the chain. And then when there's gossip, like you also don't want to be the teacher that's not aware of what's going on with your <laughs> child's like, or with your students' lives. Like if you're, if, yeah. a, if two kids are going through a tough conflict, like I don't want to put them in a group. So like you have to kind of tiptoe. So I find like, and maybe it's just cause I don't, you know, I don't like getting involved with student drama despite <laughs> I love learning about it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I would thrive in that environment. Oh, you you would Spill be the tea. I, I, I have it. a bad feeling you would be the teacher that like 
every single high school girl would be like in your classroom surrounding your desk like telling you about <laughs> everything you know and i'd be like yes yeah, tell me every yes 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 everything no way or i'm just like i don't know i don't you know <clears> it's <throat> and i find too i struggle a lot with kids complaining about my colleagues so kids complaining mm. about an english teacher or a science teacher and it's like yeah. i can't i always lean towards i can't have that in my classroom because that could cause a whole other issue because if a kid's had you know if a kid's complaining about you as a science teacher in me, yeah. the, so, the history teacher's classroom, you know, that would be tough. Yeah, that definitely happened a lot in in middle school in particular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to no, no, we're gonna... <laughs> name any specific classes. Um, I have all a right. question so, for you. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So, like, I've always been fascinated by your schedule. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to... Okay, just stay in your lane, I'm, Mr. Man. I'm, I'm saving okay. you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, this is my podcast. Excuse me. Like... I can't, I can't no. get the, like, with Jeff or featuring Jeff just, like, right at the no. bottom. No. <laughs> no. I can't run into you. <sighs> run into your other episodes. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's talk about something that is purely my idea and not yours whatsoever. <laughs> scheduling. Okay. Scheduling during the day. I, whenever you talk about your schedule, you're like, A block, C block, double Q block. And I'm like, I, I'm nodding. I have no idea what you mean. I literally, what is a block schedule? I I don't even know. No. I don't. <laughs> we, I it it's this would be like a whole other podcast. I find no, just like for don't me to explain this. to just like keep a, it short and sweet. So basically, you you get certain blocks, and it's guaranteed. Like how many blocks are in the day? Oh, that's a good question. Well, it depends on the school. <laughs> to be honest, generally, I have found there's eight blocks of classes available. And schools will divvy up those blocks however they feel. Okay. I'm in a school right now where we have day ones and day twos. So I'm going to teach. There's going to be four blocks in each day. A day one block one, day one block two, and so on and so forth. And then a day two block one, and so on and so forth. Um, and it's just going to alternate. So some, I'm going to I'm going to see one class, day one block one, three times a week because of the alternating schedule. And I'm going to see day two block two two times, you know, that week because of the way that it alternates. I've been in schools where um, I okay. first... Literally, literally what I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Okay. So basically, let me, let me ask you the question that everyone wants to know. Okay. How much prep time <laughs> do you get during the day? Uh, I'm probably going to get one prep period a day, anywhere between 80, an hour to 80 minutes. However, however, what? however, this is, we're going to get like, what? but like, I, that time I could get pulled into a meeting anytime, which I know is just not helping you at all. Like I'm expected to be doing grading. I can't take that as just like, even like, 
I've found like I've been in schools where like that the expectation is that not that you're prepping, but like you're in a meeting or you're grading or you're doing other things. And generally, like I'm grading, I'm. <laughs> see, I don't want to get too much farther into this because we're just gonna start arguing. Same. Like I'm grading essays, so like I'm gonna get Same. like a hundred and something essays I have to grade, and an essay is gonna take me what five minutes if I'm good uh, to read <clears throat> and grade. And I have to do a hundred of those. So that prep time, it's not necessarily full on free prep time. It's a lot deeper. But, okay. Mm -hmm. But how many classes are you teaching? Like, uh, it really depends again on the school. So like my current schedule, I'm going to be teaching four separate classes. I've taught though times where I've had five different classes I've had to prep for. And, you know, I can't, in its high school level. Okay, that that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, it's high school level, so that high school prep. It's higher. But like, and like, so I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I don't want to like get it. I don't want to like upset your your followers or like the element, elementary school because you guys do like. I can never be an elementary school teacher. Like, I could never do what you guys do. This is not about who's better. No, I know, and that's what I'm trying but, not to like want. But like, I feel like we're gonna get into that with the scheduling because this I is know. the most hot button topic. You know, I know. Um, okay, so like my schedule yeah. was thirty to forty minutes, mm -hmm. and then fifteen minutes for lunch when I had recess duty twice a week. And during my one thirty to forty minute prep, I sometimes had meetings. Yeah. Or we had to plan. We had to meet with our team and do team planning. <laughs> I think it's like the, the idea that I could have. <laughs> but it's. I think the workload is like in a different place. You know what I mean? So like, no, don't <laughs> give me that. Look. <laughs> No, like it's it's like you usually have a full curriculum in like a textbook and workbook and worksheets, correct? With yes. like an answer key and everything. Yes. And I may have that. However, like modern, like American, like or high school teaching, you're not necessarily doing that. You're supplementing mm -hmm. with a lot of other things, yeah, or you're creating yeah. your own worksheets and that kind of. I mean, thing. same because a lot of the curriculum that I was working out of was like from 1987. Oh yeah, I think that's a common issue between both of yeah. us. I feel like Yay, a lot of something Yay, common, even though these are about differences. <laughs> like you're you're trying to like schedule what you're gonna do, right? Yeah, and I have I have complete control over my schedule if I'm self-contained. In the sense that, like, I know when lunch and recess is, mm -hmm. I know when their specials are, and then I get to plan my whole entire week from that. Yeah. But, like, from Where there, you, you can commit. You have a schedule yeah. already like a rigid, given to you. And, and, and mine is, like, it, like you're going to get a bell at 9 o'clock that that period is over and your move or that block is over. You're moving to the next right. one. Right. And I feel like, can right. you are you able to, like, add another? You know what? We're going to do... 20 more minutes of English because a thousand it's percent. Needed. Yeah. So like, I don't get yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. necessarily. Yeah. Um, so I you think, know what? Pros and cons. Yes, yeah, there's and definitely. And, and just as all of these differences where right, we're going to have pros and cons. And this is the way yeah. that we're going to make sure that we don't cause like a Twitter war between high school and elementary schools. <laughs> Twitter war. <laughs> I don't know. No teachers use Twitter. Are you like, are you, <laughs> <laughs> If you're talking about a gram, a gram war, maybe? 
But no, Hi. no wars. I, I no wars on war. the Hot Mess Express. <laughs> no, no, no. You will be kicked off the Hot Mess Teacher Express if you start right a war. So you know what? Stay in your tricks. All right. Let me let me ask you this one. Okay. What do you feel has been your best lesson or like class that you've ever had? Like single? Yeah. Oh, I got one. Okay. Oh man. All right, give it to me. Oh no, because it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very history heavy. You need to pour yourself another glass just of wine. Me, no, just give me. <laughs> no, okay. So I and I recreated, and then I don't. Yeah, like part of like me and a couple of other teachers plan who taught the same class. We all created a simulation of the Constitutional Convention in our classrooms, and it, we went mm-hmm. overboard. I think you've seen the photo. I dressed in like a three-point hat with the blouse yeah. and like the wig and the you know the, the the pants and the socks and the shoes and like I had draped you dressed over up. okay <laughs> I made my classroom that I was teaching in look like the uh, the the Philadelphia uh, the Independence Hall in Philadelphia um, mm-hmm. you know we went full on like teach like a pirate you know so that, that's probably my best one because of all of the stuff we, they, they read primary source documents to prepare and actually simulated it and like I didn't say anything they just recreated it that was probably the best lesson I've ever done okay so that was one that you like planned mm-hmm. obviously I, in elementary school I find that the best lessons are the ones that I don't plan at all mm-hmm. in the sense that like you live in the moment and <laughs> like just listen to the kids or like the kids i don't know for me the best lesson isn't necessarily about content it's more about the memory because something funny happened i don't know i, I think it's again like there's the difference between our relationships with our students right so like i'm naturally gonna veer from what i'm talking about and have like some sort of a deep conversation with my kids but there's kind of like I find like an expectation just from being in high school, like those conversations are going to come up. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Oh, that's so true. And that was my favorite part of lessons is like the discussion part is when the kids would open up because a lot of times in elementary school, it's literally, I'm talking, I teach you something and then you recall. Yeah. Recall, do something to show me that you understand what we talked about. And that discussion doesn't necessarily get, done yeah and when it does it's just mm, chef's kiss love it amazing yeah where where for me like that there's like an expectation that you're having a discussion and those might come up and then naturally like you know like you said the spontaneous kind of like yeah oh this class is going off the rails in a good way we're gonna have like 20 minutes of talking about something that's really gonna change these kids lives right that's gonna happen actually more often i find in a or that does happen more often in my classrooms. Um, but I think it's just part of like the curriculum that I'm teaching, you know, in economics, I'm going to talk about different economic theories. So it's going to be two slides in and we're already going to talk about something because a kid doesn't agree or a kid really agrees and we're going to get really deep into it or, you know, ethics. Like we're going to talk about something like that and the kids are really going to get something out of it five minutes into the class. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Um, and the last one that we'll talk about is parent involvement. What is the level of parent involvement that you've experienced in your life as an educator in high school? Depends on the parent. And usually it's yeah, negative. My- <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love my parents, but like, I'm not get. they're not getting involved. I wish I could, but they're not getting involved in my, in like my classroom. You know, uh, mm. they're not coming in for any sort of parent. Either the parent nights we have are open houses for them to come and talk about the class with them or parent teacher conferences where they're going to either praise me or they're going to tell me how terrible of a teacher I am. You know, you know, yeah. now I haven't had that latter conversation that much, but you know, the parent involvement in high school is a lot more at like school board meetings, mm. at least in the districts that I've been in. That's where they're going to talk. Do you about. have a lot of parents like trying to control their kids? Oh, all the because time. yeah, the X, Y, and, like, and then this, can yeah. you please can you please give them all the time a break? Yeah, the helicopter parents. I, I've had parents ask me for extensions of their kids' essays when they don't have any sort of accommodation, and so I say no, and that's a tough conversation you mm. have to have. Um, I found like consistency. <laughs> that would be my worst nightmare too. Oh yeah. But, I do not handle conflict well. No, and and I used to not, but I'm just if you're consistent, whether you did the right in their eyes, the right thing or the wrong thing. If you're consistent, because mm-hmm. the worst thing that I find, if I give leeway to one kid but not the other, yeah, and it's just because I think that this kid is a harder worker than the other, but I have no mm-hmm. evidence to support it. It's going to be a tough go for me. Um, so. And I think, and I think that's where the difference is in elementary, mm. in the sense that I, I can differentiate that way. Yeah, like it's under, it's almost understood, or no parent is, you know, comparing two students because it's almost understood and a recognized fact that children are different, yeah. and they're gonna have different learning abilities. I haven't had a lot of negative parent involvement with me personally. Mm. Um, and, and the one I, that I did was when I didn't give leeway on a project <laughs> and, and it's in a permanent part of my file. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been lucky enough. I don't think I've had any, any parent that's like written to like an admin for me. I've had like, which has been like few and like my negative parent involvements are very minimal. Um, yeah. you know, and I'm so like, I hope that you know, listeners know that when we talk about this, you and me aren't saying like, all oh, parents are terrible. Oh man, parents are the worst. No. All parents are terrible, except for the two of us. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, right. No, no I, like these, I mean, like parents are, parents are going to stand up for their kids. We will probably be nightmares. Oh, 100% we are. I can't imagine, like, thank God that we're teachers in the sense that we understand who's sitting on the other side of that table. Yeah. I mean, Rev could be a total jerk. <laughs> Rev could be a total hot mess. And again, we're all on the same team. We're looking for the same goal for these kids to be successful. Yeah. One of my old superintendents said this, um, assume best intention. Mm. And I think that not to get on a soapbox, but you know, the best thing that I think both a parent and a teacher can do in a parent teacher conference is assume the best intention of the other person. So I think if parents came in and understood that like we as teachers are going to be we're not doing anything. We're not trying to sabotage your kid. Just as mm. teachers, like I get lost in understanding, like the parents aren't in there to sabotage my career. Yeah, like, they're not. 
they're there because they care about their children, whether I disagree mm-hmm. with them or not. They're there because they, they love and care about their children. Right. Um, and so I think we just need to, if we all did understood that before every single involvement, things would be a lot mm-hmm. better. Agreed. So there are a lot of differences between elementary teaching yes. and high school teaching, but I think what it comes down to is that we're all passionate about who we teach and what we teach and and the paycheck i respect you <laughs> oh man that paycheck Let's huge do it. <laughs> <laughs> but i respect you so much for what you do every day and the level of commitment that you show to your kids i think it takes a different level of involvement for you to <laughs> be with high school kids and make sure that you keep those boundaries that you have but create like a super safe place for those kids to be in i mean i've watched i've watched especially like the basketball guys just they high five you every time they see you and that says a lot about who you are as a teacher in the classroom so i respect you a lot for what you do and i respect you i mean it's cool to see when i've been able to visit you know we we visited with rev um Mm -hmm. and seeing the kids like your students when you walked in and your kids like tackled you you know like with hugs and then like <laughs> wanted to know everything about everett you know they wanted to know mm-hmm. every what is a baby bort they call them right <laughs> and so i think it's one thing i think that we both know like we're both very passionate teachers mm-hmm. and i think that's one of the reasons why we're together it's because mm-hmm. of the passion that we've had for our profession among yeah. other things obviously but yeah Um, i mean you're in it basically for just like the funny the funny stories like when i was in the hospital you came back with a package of letters that my students had sent me yes um and so while while i was in labor we sat there and read the student letters that were sent and what was the funniest one oh the the spoon family this (laughs) (laughs) so like here we are. One of my students, one of my students <laughs> created a whole entire storyline about this spoon family. And suddenly one one card that I got, there was suddenly a Frenchman. And he was a fork. I'm talking literal fork was like a plastic. taped into the inside of this card. It had a face on it and everything. As well as the spoon family. And the Spoon family got more complex because I, I can't even remember. I think Kim was one of the, was the mom like the Spoon's mom spoon, name. Yeah. And then they had like this baby spoon. And it was, it was like one of those like little tasting spoons that you would get at an ice cream store. And he sent it to me. I still have it to this day. You're in it. You're just in it for the, for the humor, the well, fifth grade humor of it all. Yeah. I mean, I have like, I feel like. We we both, but like I ask you more and more about like one or two specific students, you know. I'm yeah. Like, How so and so doing? I know you get really involved. Yeah. You'll be like, I'm having such a tough day, like this, this, and this. I'm like, hey, I understand, but how's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish this up here. I'm better. You teach high school. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm better. Elementary wins. Let's just put it that way. Um, (laughs) 
start your Twitter war. <laughs> Just twittering over here. Twittering. All right, so we're mm. going to play a Would You Rather teacher edition. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. All right, so quick answers with a quick explanation. You know the drill. Okay, would you rather an assistant who organizes or an assistant who grades? Assistant who grades, 100%. Oh my gosh, what would you do on your 80 to 90 oh. minute prep periods then? Oh, I don't know. I would probably watch some Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. Because get a foot massage, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd, 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 so, I would get someone who would grade. Because okay. I would give them the rubrics and say, go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Grading in high school is a little bit different than, yeah. than elementary. But I think I would love just someone who organizes. I think just because I'm really bad at organizing. All right. Would you rather a week of lesson plans written for you or one free personal day? Oh. I mean, you have to write your sub plans that day. I think I'd still take the personal day. I really, really? do. Well, because then I have to, like, with the, with the lesson plans written for me, I still have to, like, figure out where those are going. You know? This is true. Like, I still this have to figure true. out, like, well, what am I going to do with them? And yeah, I'd I rather take, take a day. Personal to, day too. Yeah, I'd, yeah. R- I'd rather take a day to go golfing. <laughs> golfing. <laughs> All right, Tiger Woods. Would you rather a lifetime supply of flare pens or the Pilot G two pens? Okay, or Expo markers that don't dry out. Expo markers that don't dry out because yeah, I, I have teachers that's... who I go into their classroom and it's and the, oh. the caps are left off, and so that I can't use any. And then I am looking like a dummy without my well-used... Oh, it's so annoying. I need to get you... You know what? This year, you're going in there with a fanny pack. (laughs) And you're going to strap that fanny pack on it. It's going to be full of juicy Expo markers. Okay? The backpack that I carry And you're going to, like, unzip that fanny pack like a boss. (laughs) I don't need... Someone want a green marker? I got (laughs) it. I don't need this brown, dried-out marker that no one wanted. All right. Would you rather a hundred dollar Amazon gift card or a hundred dollar teachers pay teachers gift card? Amazon all the way. I'm gonna go TPT. Yeah. It's again, it's different in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be a lot more products for high school teachers out there in TPT land. There are. It's just I. I don't know. And uh, the, you guys, high school teachers are gonna, super territorial about their that, about their stuff. No, there's there's that, but it's also like they're gonna ask like. I think it's tougher for me to like if I got observed and I had a cl- like a pre-made lesson that's not yeah. from like specific sources like a TPT. I don't know, and maybe it might be me personally. Like it would be tough for me to say like, yeah, I planned it because they're going to ask me about depth of knowledge and all of these other like taxonomy, like Bloom's taxonomy, and all these like high level like how do you like that go into the lesson plan? The essential questions that go into your lesson plan. If I don't know where I got it. It's going to be tough. Oh my gosh, her observations are so intense. Well, it's just the specific things that they look for. You know, I might also luck out in it. They're I fine. have never, like, I have not been asked about Bloom's taxonomy in a few years. Yeah. All right, last one. All right. <laughs> Would you rather an open coffee bar or an open bar in the teacher lounge? Oh. <laughs> for the sake of professionalism 
open <laughs> coffee bar. Because, <laughs> like, last I thing I did, too. I know some of my students listen to this podcast, and so the last thing I need is... I would... S- I'm gonna go coffee bar as well. That way, I can be late, but not as late as I normally would be with a coffee Fair. in my hands. I don't know. I I love me a mimosa, and... But that's for like that's for like the happy hour after like the Thursday happy hour with your colleagues. You know. <laughs> There's something about a crisp mimosa in the morning though. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much for being on the Hot Mess Teacher Express with me. Well, given that I'm married like, to the twenty four seven. Yeah, I was about to say I'm married to the conductor. You know, so you're you're it was bound to happen. You're not just you're not just a guest on it. You're basically just I'm you're basically stuck caboose. on this street. Yeah, and I wouldn't right. have it any other way. Aw, you're so sweet. <laughs> All right. Um, good luck this school year to you. Thank you. I might see you in between all of your coaching jobs. And to all you Hot Mess Teacher Expresses, whether you are teaching elementary, high school, middle school, we are all in this together. We're all doing this together. Let's appreciate all of the things that we all do. And, uh, yeah, go kill it out there. I'll see you next time on the Hot Mess Teacher Express. Choo-choo! <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs>